Hey, man. Hey, buddy. How are you? Good, good. How are you? Yeah, not doing too bad. It's been a while. How are things? Oh, things are crazy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, how's, how's you holding up in all this? Oh, good. I, I'm still working, so I've, I've got some semblance of normality, but uh, it's still crazy. Yeah. Where, where are you working now? Uh, I'm at Long McQuaid. Oh, they're, they're still open? Uh, curbside. Curbside um, stuff. So yeah, yeah, still doing that stuff. So picking orders and getting stuff ready. Yeah. Okay. At least you yeah. still have somewhat of a normal routine. <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I've lost that. I'm I'm going to sleep at five six a.m. every day and then just waking up. <laughs> I mean, I do that occasionally too, but uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're gonna, we'll get some more people in here in the next little bit. So uh, welcome to the ninth episode of a chat with Matt. I want to thank everyone once again who tuned in yesterday. Yesterday was a massive episode with Luke from Cleo. Today I'm joined by acoustic punker Wayne Kennedy, as well as one of the co-founders of Loud and Immortal. We'll, we will get into a conversation about that later. So Wayne, just start by giving a quick summary of yourself, who you are, your history, all that kind of stuff. Oh, geez. Okay. Um, well, my name is Wayne. <laughs> um, I've been a musician in the scene around here since 2007. Uh, primarily stayed local, never really gotten outside of the local scene too much. Um, yeah, just been around <laughs> promoting and playing shows and doing what I can when I can. Yeah, very, very, very uh, summary. A lot of people know you from a lot of different things. Loud and Immortal, your mm -hmm. folk stuff. Uh, Avem is the name of the band. Avem, yeah. Avem, yeah. as well as uh, way back when the $2 Punk shows, when that yep. was a very popular. Uh, so what one career highlight, whether that be on the professional side or on the musician side, has stuck out to you as like, wow, that was a very cool moment in my career thus far? Hmm. There's been quite a few moments um, where I've kind of sat back and been like, holy crap, what am I I'm doing this? I've always thought of doing this. I'm doing this. Um, definitely a highlight or something I'd be proud of that I've accomplished is uh, being a guest speaker. I, I did it at Durham College um, for songwriting, mm -hmm. which was, was definitely cool. I, I remember when I was asked about that, I was very apprehensive because I thought it was a joke. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, in the end, it was a very cool experience. Um, I also, during the time of the $2 punk shows, I, uh, I went to Trent University while a, a friend of mine was, was doing a course on uh, producing punk. And uh, she had me in to talk about the $2 shows and creating scenes and, and, and kind of building up local music. And that's probably the coolest thing I've ever accomplished myself for, uh, for what I do. Okay. <laughs> Both great answers. And uh, what about like one show highlight? That one show, either with your band or your solo stuff, that's like stuck out to you. Like, oh, that was a really sick show. I hope shows are like that more. I think the uh, the biggest thing I I would highlight would be the last um, two dollar show I did. Um, we had uh, I I played two of my songs with um, with a band called Pseudo. We, uh, we covered two of my songs. I got there and sang. And there's, there's a video of it on my um, Facebook page. And uh, I think that was, that's probably the, the highlight because the crowd was insane. It was kind of a mixed emotions of happiness and being upset that we were ending it. Um, but it was definitely cool, especially to hear my own songs as a full band, which was, for me, that was a highlight. And that was at The Spill, right? Yeah. Oh, I missed the spill. <laughs> me too. Me too. I was oh. talking to my wife about it the other day. 
don't know. I, I was just, like, me and Luke yesterday, we were just reminiscing about, like, Coburg places and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So, like, when I talk to you, I always think of Peterborough because <laughs> you had such an impact on Peterborough. So it's just like, oh, yeah. remember when. <laughs> so, obviously, you've done a lot of cool shows. Who's the ideal support slot that you'd like to support? Like, who, what act, either acoustically or with your band, would you want to support if you could? Oh, gosh. Uh, with, with the bands... I'd have to say it'd be Teenage Bottle Rocket to get to open for them would be uh, would be rad. Um, for my solo stuff, for me, that'd probably be Joey Cape or Laura mm -hmm. Jane Grace from Against Me. Those oh, yeah. two would be my uh, my go-to for the solo stuff to open. I mean, Teenage Bottle Rocket's actually probably within like a decent realm of possibilities. We've, we've tried. tried. <laughs> yeah, I would say, aren't they doing like hard luck and stuff like that? Or are they? Doing yeah, yeah, yeah. I know it when they were supposed to come through, I think, I, I, I don't know, I can't remember if the show got canceled or not, but either way, it didn't happen for us, but it was definitely something we hoped for. <laughs> well, I, I'm sure you guys can make that happen in the future. I've checked out your stuff. It's a really cool project, cool. and I think there's a lot of potential for that to grow. Thanks, man. Thank you. So speaking of uh, projects and stuff like that, what's new with the acoustic stuff? Is there a new record in the work? I saw that you just posted a <laughs> tribute to your first release. Oh, yeah. So like, what's new and happening? Yeah, so February was five years since I released my first EP, so that was kind of a fun little thing, putting a video together. Um, I'm actually, as of today, I've recorded guitars, uh, and I'm going to probably go do vocals tonight for my fifth EP. That'll probably mm -hmm. be out in the next, like, month, so plan plan on uh, having it out in a month at least, I hope. But yeah, that's I'm just writing now and, and working on putting out content as much as I can. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was say with you still working, that's probably like that's the, that's the thing. Like, oh, the people who aren't working right now, who aren't essential, have all this time now to like <laughs> do things. Like me, I have this time to do this Instagram chat thing when before yeah. I had no time to do it, but now I have all the time in the fucking world. So <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then what? What about the band? Anything new with them? We're. I don't want to say hiatus. Um, we just today, actually, today's a great day for, for me, actually. <laughs> we just put out a, uh, a music video today, um, like literally two seconds ago about the text that it was, it was live. So it's on YouTube. Um, it's, uh, it's, it's our own. We just recorded our own parts at home. Typical kind of right now isolation video. Um, so we just put that out for a song called Alarm Attack. Um, we're not really practicing because we're trying to keep the whole social distancing thing intact and, uh, so yeah, we're kind of on the back burner right now, but uh, whenever this lifts and we have shows again, we'll be back at it, I'm sure. Nice. I hope. <laughs> so that then kind of leads into my next question, which is how has like the outbreak affected plans for both yourself and the band and yeah. Well, I had, um, I was actually in the middle of planning an East Coast tour for the first mm -hmm. time ever going to actually do a, a real tour uh, at the end of August. And I was going to, we were going to play a bit in Ontario and then head out East uh, myself and emo dad, um, Duncan, if you're yep. familiar. I remember Duncan. Um, <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, but unfortunately we had to kind of cancel one of the venues out in Halifax uh, just closed because of what's going on. They permanently mm -hmm. closed. So we kind of had to accept that that wasn't going to happen. Um, tomorrow we were was supposed to be my first show back in a while that I haven't played in a while. I was going to do a hometown show here in Port Hope and yeah, everything kind of got canned. So it's been, uh, it's been a little rough and I just, as I was getting ready to get back into playing shows and everything, this had to happen and eh, it is what it is, I guess. More time to practice. 
<laughs> more time to practice. So obviously you mentioned that tour out east with Emo Dad at the end of August, early September. Mm -hmm. Is there any potential to salvage that by the end of the year, you think? Or you might have to move that to 2021? Most likely, like, we still got some dates. I haven't heard from the venues um, or reached out to the venues to cancel anything for um, what we had in Ontario. So we may still salvage that bit if by then everything's at least to some kind of normality of, of playing shows again. Um, so I haven't, I haven't heard anything, but as right now, as I'm treating it until I hear otherwise, uh, it's not happening no. um, until, until we get the all clear from uh, whoever <laughs> that says it's good for us to go out again. Yeah. It's yeah. There's all these articles coming out from all these music publications about like how a lot of these scientists experts are saying, uh, that it's going to be a very long process. We're not going to see live shows back until possibly as early as fall 2021 and all that. Kind yeah. of so it's, it's how I'm curious what your thoughts are on this, because you had the $2 punk shows, which is a huge, I, I will say this, it was a cultural impact on just the underground scene for like quite a while. Like everyone was talking about it for like everywhere yeah. I heard about it. Yeah. So thank you like, for saying that. How, yeah, <laughs> how do you think, the live scene is going to change after this whole outbreak? That's a good question. Um, I think the longer this goes on, um, hopefully it will kind of ignite people to be a little more eager to want to go to the local shows. Mm -hmm. um, and to, to, again, kind of the highlight of this uh, pandemic, I suppose the biggest thing I'm seeing is supporting local. And that's, mm -hmm. A stretch maybe to say to support local music but at some point it's going to get back to normal and i think there's gonna be a lot of people itching to just get out and be places and and see things and i think um a lot of the live streaming stuff is really cool i've tried to do it i just it's i'm a little outdated in how to do things sometimes so um i haven't jumped on that yet but i think um i'm seeing a lot of cool posts in live streaming groups of when this is all done let's let's make a festival for all the people who have live streamed and and do a, a real festival kind of thing and um i think it's pretty cool i think there's there's kind of hope that there'll be shows again in an audience so that's yeah. that's what i'm gathering from it from my little bit that i've seen so with that then i i did want to ask you this because i i know you were the creator of it like is there any potential for the two dollar punk format to come back especially with what might happen after this, or is that something that you're like, I'm, I'm fucking done with? <laughs> um, it's, it's, I have been asked by venues to bring it back, which I mean, ultimately that tells me I did something right. If I've got a couple, like this, this was, hasn't happened recently, but uh, a couple, maybe a year or two ago, someone, uh, a venue reached out and said, why don't you do it here? Like, let's do it here. And my answer ultimately now, um, is no because it's not the spill mm. um the spill kind of was a special place and um it just the the way it worked the way i work um putting shows together and stuff it just worked really well with with dave toby at the spill putting it all together um i know i did do um two dollar shows at the mustache club when when that was still open um and they were fairly good shows as well um but ultimately Looking back, um, it was a great time. Probably, a, 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 we would say, a career highlight of, of accomplishing something. 
um, like that. My name was well known for a year. <laughs> Lots of people knew hey, who I was. So it's still fairly known from that well, time. Yeah. Like I still think about it. <laughs> um, but looking back, there was a lot of stressors and it was a lot on my own mental health, just mm -hmm. kind of doing it alone. Um, and, and I had help with friends on the day of the show, but the booking, the promoting, that was all me when the shows weren't happening. It was like 24 seven, like I had Google Docs and forms set up for bands to fill out to come and play the shows. And like, it just, it took a lot out of me um, mentally at the time. It was, it was what I wanted to do, but it also kind of took away from my family life and mm -hmm. uh, in time with my daughter and stuff. And, and now as I've gotten older, that's become more of a priority. Um, so yeah, the $2 shows, I know, I know there's a lot of people who would be very happy to have them back or something similar to it, but it's just, it's not really my thing anymore per se. And, and I just, I don't know if mentally I could handle juggling, you know, um, a wife, a kid, shows work uh, you know my own solo stuff being in a band having a clothing line like I, i'm kind of a fool to start new things and get completely overwhelmed so i've kind of had to trim the fat and prioritize what i want to do and and when i want to do it kind of thing see that's actually something I, I learned from you and seeing you and what you took on so much and i kind of I gained my bit of an entrepreneurial spirit by watching you, to be honest. Like, I, I genuinely was inspired by <laughs> well, you. Thank I, you. <laughs> I saw this guy doing all of these things, and it just made me go, well, I can do all these fucking things, too. Like, that's, <laughs> I want to put myself out there and do as much as I can, which is why I'm adding this to my plate now. And yeah, I'll, yeah. I'll see how it adds to my plate when everything else kicks back in. But, like, I think cool, it's, it's really strong of someone to recognize not putting that much on their plate and also being able to recognize there's a demand for this, but I can't add that to my plate and I can't handle that on top of everything else. And it's good that you're prioritizing certain things because I learned later what to prioritize over certain things because I was putting certain bands I was working with or certain people I was working with over personal relationships I was having. And that mm -hmm. kind of made me fall out with certain people. So I definitely understand where you're coming from and it's better for you if you're happy doing what you're doing rather than uh, overwhelming yourself and doing what everyone else wants to do. Yeah, completely, completely. Like there's, there's so much more I'd love to be doing um, with what I do. Like I, like I said, um, you know, going on tour to the East coast, that, that, that was a, a, a big choice to make in my life right now to kind of fit that in. And, you know, it was almost getting a little overwhelming just handling the booking because it's been a while since I've kind of done that stuff uh to this extent and um yeah it, it's there's days where i question if i want to do anything <laughs> and, and and um that's kind of why my solo stuff has been the most consistent thing for the last five years because it's just me i can work on stuff myself when i want to work on it do what i want to do when i want to do it and now with like loud immortal or even avum I'm working with other people, so I have to be kind of mindful of their schedules and their expectations of what I can do and what they can, you know what I mean? So mm -hmm. um, it's, it's, definitely, it's definitely a different time for me now. Um, I guess mature would be the word. <laughs> I've, I've matured, I guess, with my time and what I do. Um, 
but yeah, it's uh, I, this pandemic um, has kind of got a silver lining for me is it's put everything else on hold, like Avum's on hold, Loud Immortals kind of just in limbo because we can't really do a lot of events or anything because it's nothing happening. So I can focus on my music fully. And that's, that's why like today I'm going to hopefully have my EP ready to be sent off to be mixed and mastered. Um, so that's the kind of where I'm making the most of my time. Well, that's the thing. It's this pandemic is a blessing and, but also a curse because obviously curse to a lot of people aren't working and yeah, of course. terrible in the environment. Everyone's tense. But also at the same time, it's an opportunity for those who want to wanted the time to pursue something like a, a musical project or an mm -hmm. Instagram live thing or so, or something that's a, more of a passion project that mm -hmm. they can what they want to lead into something bigger. And this is the time to do it. Like I, I wasn't going to announce this, but I'm I'm just going to say I'm launching a website for a chat with Matt next week, nice. in which I'm going to be all the episodes are going to be linked there, and then I'm going to be doing like reviews of albums and just top weekly awesome, of songs and stuff like that. And it's something I've wanted to do. Like I've always loved talking to people and music publication and just really mm -hmm. engaging with people. And this has been an awesome opportunity to reconnect with a lot of people I haven't chatted with in a while, but also just, just to get people connected, give something for people to watch and just get back into that journalism kind of role, which I've always loved. Yeah. Um, Totally. I, hate, I hate this because I want to be working, but I also love this because I can work on stuff like this. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's it's bittersweet for sure. Um, but that's awesome, man. That's great. That's 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 wicked. I'm glad you're doing that. I, I like this format. I think it's pretty cool. Thank thank you. I appreciate that. We I've been getting some really great feedback from a lot of different people, and like I'm I'm booked for like the next month already, nice. which is I'm amazed that a lot of people want to talk to me for whatever reason. <laughs> and I and I that's thank awesome. everyone who has decided to want to have a chat with me. But uh, you mentioned Loud and Immortal, and that's kind of the main thing I wanted to talk to you about, which is mm -hmm. the business side of what clothing lines. So, like, how, how did Loud and Immortal come to be? Um, well, I'm kind of the last piece of the puzzle to, to it starting, I would say. Um, originally, it was uh, thought up by um, Dave and Brian, who are my partners in this, and... Uh, Brian one night mentioned it to me and I, I just was very much, uh, I just jumped in and said, Hey, if you're looking for like an investor or something, let me know, man, I'd love to be a part of it. Um, cause again, you know, in my long list of things I've done, having a clothing line was always kind of something I thought would be a cool thing. Like everybody kind of thinks that at some point. Nice. Um, so when it was kind of mentioned, I thought, Hey, I'd try and jump in. And at the time it was, no, 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 not right now. We're, we're, we've got another guy, whatever. Um, and then I guess the other guy, he bowed out and they called me up and I took about five minutes and then I was like, yeah, sure. I'm in, count me in. And we, uh, we got the ball rolling. I think we launched, uh, at disrupt fest last year, which I think was July 3rd, I mm -hmm. believe. Um, and we got the ball rolling, I think a month before that. So we literally, it was about a month before I remember we were at Dave's house talking about we need to have three designs what are we doing and it was does this work we were just spouting off ideas emailing graphic designers we were just kind of getting something because we wanted to launch and we we had this opportunity to be at disrupt fest so we wanted to to have that as our initial launch and uh and we pulled our socks up and got it done and it was definitely 
a very cool experience being a part of that and kind of I'm a big um, kind of nerd when it comes to events like event planning and big events. I love seeing how big events work and how they're set up. And that was kind of an awesome day of we'll get to the grounds and uh, at, um, oh God, I can't remember the, where, where it is. Um, the Budweiser stage right next to the most old Molson Amphitheater, whatever it's called now, but. Um, Echo Beach. Echo Beach. Thank you. Yeah. There we go. Sorry. That, the names have changed so many times, but uh yeah, getting to Echo Beach and just kind of setting up our tent and being there and had that giant banner hanging and, and it was just a cool experience. And then and then just the same, we do those big events and then we go and do small stuff like we've done stuff at the Roadie in Ajax and, you know, in, in a basement <laughs> where we're set up selling our shirts there. So there really is no end or beginning of where we will go to kind of promote our stuff and be a part of what's going on for sure. So, yeah, you guys are, you interact a lot at the live shows. You, Dave and Brian, like, the, I love the line. I think it's really sick. I've been meaning to buy you, a piece, and I will buy a piece in the next <laughs> little bit. But, so, I'm curious, on the business side, you mentioned you guys are kind of on a hold because of, there's no events happening because of uh, COVID. Uh, you have a little hi there from Alexa. <laughs> hey, Alexa. <laughs> Wayne says hi. Oh, she's right behind me. Um, <laughs> So how have you guys been dealing with it with the outbreak? Like, have you thought, or do you guys do online orders? Yeah, so we do, um, our online store is done through Cutloose, mm -hmm. um, Cutloose Merch. They handle all our online stuff. It's, they only have four designs. We actually have, um, in total now, I think we're up to six designs. We, there's a couple we retired and then a few new ones we brought in. Um, and then we were just working on another one we were going to hopefully have for the Cancer Bat show back in March. But then kind of shit went sideways and yeah. we just kind of put everything on, on, on hold just given what was going on. Um, but yeah, so Cutloose um, has four of our four original designs that we launched with available on their online store. Um, we haven't expanded yet with them on it because they just want to see sales build with what we've got initially launched um so there are other designs we've kind of got them as like show specials so you can find them at a show kind of okay. thing it's it's kind of a bit of variety um and yeah it's it's again this is still a learning curve for for all of us we're all just kind of figuring out as we go and i think we've done a great job so far um just keeping our 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 toes in the sand and, and head in the clouds kind of thing just to to make it work for sure mm -hmm. i know um like brian handles our social media um so he's constantly posting every day to just keep us active and out there and um yeah i mean it's 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 new waters for me too for sure like i we we joke it's like being in a band but we don't have to actually play our instruments <laughs> yeah you're doing the part of the job where you're just selling merch at the merch table exactly like we kind of this is the fun side of being in a band where you get to come up with designs and uh you know you get to sit at the table and sell your stuff and you get stoked when you see people wearing your stuff um it's it's definitely been cool i mean loud immortal in itself in the last it's i mean we're coming up on almost a year there's already been so many crazy opportunities and moments i've had with it um and just getting to meet people that I've never thought in my life I would meet. <laughs> and um, it's it's been pretty cool, for sure. Like I, 
it's I don't I don't really have much in the way of of what we would say about the kind of business side of things other than kind of what I've already said because it's again we figure it out as we go yeah and we sort it out as as it comes up kind of thing and, and we make it work for sure I'm rambling sorry <laughs> oh it's good no it's a very everything you do always has that like heart DIY punk kind of <laughs> mentality which is like yeah, we'll figure it out when it comes up and it's like exactly I, I, yeah that's the one thing i've always loved about all your projects it, it's so it's always deal with it when it comes up kind of thing and i love that kind of attitude and just <laughs> the ways to handle that it's one of my favorite things about you so <laughs> well, thank with, you. with loud and immortal what what's ideally in store for the future like where do you see it going well we i mean like anything we want see it's different with this because with as something like with the band or with um, my solo stuff, the intention isn't necessarily to be huge. It's to be just an artist to create and to put out and, and you know, you get notoriety and, and fame or whatever from it. Cool. With this, we've kind of, we want to expand and we want it to be a brand that is globally known. And we've, you know, thankfully with, with Dave and his involvement, in some 41 <laughs> there's a platform there that really helps kind of our we have that kind of advantage with a big audience of, mm -hmm. of people who are who follow dave alone and 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 see what he's wearing and he wears the shirts and you know so there is that kind of um goal we have where it's it's we want to take over the world <laughs> um which sounds silly when you think about all of the DIY stuff we do. It's like we're kind of it's it's the opposite of what we want in in that respect. But um, no, we 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 want to we want to be as big as we can possibly make it. Um, this year, we had our you know our plans was to be at every punk rock flea market. You know, um, I I think there was even talks of Pooza and and there was a whole bunch of stuff that now we've had to just put in the drawer and wait until next year. <laughs> for it to come around again kind of thing so um yeah it's uh it's 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 a beast this thing is a beast <laughs> I, I i i have moments where i'm just completely overwhelmed but i love it nice. um and as brian always says he just says don't worry about it <laughs> so it's it's again it is like you said that we'll worry about it when it happens kind of thing so no yeah. Well, Wayne, we're starting to get close to the end time here. Let me just ask you a couple more things. So sure. what, is, what is next for you during uh, this time in quarantine? I mean, besides being an essential worker and all that. Um, I mean, right now, my goal is to just get this EP out. Um, that's my big thing. I've been really pushing. My last EP was, was really focused around mental health. This one is as well. Um, this one's a little more stripped down the last uh ep was was very much um there was some full band elements to it it was very much an ambitious effort that i thought would have would have been more well received but it didn't get as as much as i love as i had thought uh as opposed like as compared to some of my other stuff but um so this one's a little more stripped down a little more kind of back to just being acoustic punk kind of fast yelly guitar and some some stuff about my mental health <laughs> Um, but that's that's right now outside of my family life and, and personal stuff. That's that's my goal is is getting this EP done for sure. Hey, good goals to have. You've been keep you've been going strong for five years. You got to keep it up. <laughs> so, Wayne, what are three acts that people should check out? Oh gosh, okay. Um, 
Oh, man. I get so out of touch with things. You put me on the spot. Uh, well, I mean, I'll say Avon because that's my band I'm in. <laughs> so I'll be that's selfish okay. and say check out Avon. Um, I'm sure they'll, they'll be happy for me saying that, too. Um, I mean, as always, Crossdog is a band that I have loved for years, and I, I truly am uh, proud to say they're my friends. So I'll say Crossdog as well. Um, third spot, I gotta be careful. Like I've got friends, man. If I say the <laughs> wrong thing, like it's tough. Um, are the punks more sensitive if you don't shout them out? We're very, the punks are very sensitive people at heart. Um, no, uh, man, I'll just say uh, Pseudo is, I know they're not doing too much. They were supposed to do a tour, I think, but again, it got canceled. But Pseudo is another great band worth checking out for sure. I've got more. And my friends who are watching or see this know I'm going <laughs> to say their band too. So you're going to get a lot of messages of you being like, why the fuck didn't you? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's, yeah, man, it's the worst. <laughs> yeah. So, Wayne, I want to thank you for taking the time out of your day to join me here cool. for a quick chat. I know you've, you've been busy with the new record. I'm looking yeah. forward to hearing it. Uh, best of luck with Loud and Immortal and yeah, thanks, working man. at Long McQuaid. And <laughs> Same safe during all this shit. Yeah, of course. You Wayne, too. where can people find you? Like, just links and all that. Uh, well, Facebook, uh, it's Wayne Kennedy Acoustic. Uh, and then it's also Avum. I, the Avum one always gets me. I think it's Avum.theband or Avum-the-band on Facebook. Uh, Bandcamp, waynekennedy.bandcamp.com. Uh, you can find all my music on all the streaming stuff. Just type in Wayne Kennedy. Um... Loud and Immortal, same thing. Just type in Loud and Immortal in the Facebook search bar. You'll find us there. Uh, same with on Instagram. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's that's 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 all I can think of. <laughs> well, then that's going to about wrap it up. I want to thank everyone who's uh, checked in today to check out the stream live. The stream will be available on the Child Matt Facebook page shortly after this, as well as on here for the next 24 hours. Next week, I'm going to be joined by Ian of Double Experience. Uh, Brandon Bird of the Diamond Mine Agency and Brandon Laurentian. I apologize if I butchered your last name. I'm not good with names. So thank you everyone for tuning in. Wayne, always good catching up with you. I will come visit you at a show when this is all over. Wicked, man. Look forward to it. <laughs> all right. Thanks, everybody. Have a great day.